Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I have been talking about discernment. One of my friends asked, how did you increase in discernment? And so I'm just kind of sharing some of my field notes in my own life experience. I ask for more discernment. I ask for wisdom all the time. (laughs) I pray very regularly out of not only the James 1 passage, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to him. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for that. I ask out of Isaiah 11 too, the spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of knowledge and discernment. And depending on the translation, there's many different translations, but it's describing the spirit that comes on Jesus. And what's amazing is that we get that same spirit as well. You have the mind of Christ, right? So when we're saying like, Lord, thank you for this beautiful prophetic declaration of you, we want that same spirit that rests on Jesus to be on us as well. And then Daniel 5.12, Daniel 5.14, Bob and I have been praying this one for about a year now because it's talking about who Daniel was to the Babylonians, that he was someone who was known to be able to interpret mysteries and solve riddles and problems, that the spirit of the gods was on him because he was so discerning, because he had such insight and wisdom. So amen to that. Like That's really exciting. Oh, yeah. So that's another thing that I do all the time. And when I ask this, I have full confidence that what Jesus is doing is answering that request. Okay, now having said that, the Lord just convicted me. In certain areas, I have full confidence. In some areas, I realize, and the Lord has been convicting me about this recently, things like um, the different businesses that Bob and I are growing. It's like, okay, we, we see it, kind of, but I think my, my challenge is to say, if I get these ideas and I don't have time to run with them, am I being disobedient? If I get these ideas and I implement them, but they don't work out the way I wanted them to, or the end result is lesser than I was hoping, is that a problem? And I think the beautiful thing, the answer is, as I'm coming to find out, no, I I actually get to believe even for my businesses, that the Lord is at work. Even if I don't feel like I implement perfectly, the Lord is at work. And so, uh, yeah, I guess part of even me sharing that is to say, we ask for wisdom and then expect it in all of the places that we ask. That It's not like, well, the Lord gave me wisdom for 80% of the pie, but this last 20%, that one, he just didn't have any wisdom to give me. Uh, wrong. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, for your conviction and for your guidance. Amen. Uh, so one of the other, I guess you could say kind of like little tools or little games that I play sometimes with the Lord. Um, I don't remember where I heard this. I did not make this one up myself, but basically if I am trying to decide between two or three options, I will, uh, let's say I'm trying to decide if I should eat an apple or an orange. I will, in my imagination, I will face Jesus. So he's facing me. In my left hand, I have the orange. In my right hand, I have the apple. And I say, okay, Jesus, which direction am I supposed to be going? 
And then in my mind, I make Jesus spin in circles. So he's a little dizzy. I just do that because I think it's, uh, it's like a reset for me. (laughs) I don't know why. (laughs) And then I just watch to see what he does. And sometimes he does what I think. And I'm really happy about that. Sometimes he does uh, the opposite of what I'm expecting. And then we have a conversation about that because because this is just something in my mind, because I'm using my imagination, this is not the same thing as like something from the scriptures, you know, thou shalt not commit adultery. Like that one's a pretty obvious one. I wouldn't need to do this little mental exercise, but for something like, should I eat an apple or an orange? That is much more casual. And so it's really okay on the the journey with Jesus to say, okay, you just picked the, the fruit that I wasn't expecting you to pick do I have to eat it or do I have the option to go with what I actually want, which I hadn't realized I wanted until you picked the opposite of what I wanted. Does that make sense? It's kind of like, it's all about just having a conversation and developing more deep of a relationship with Jesus. This is not about coming to the so-called right answer. So other things that help with discernment. Um, For me, I will ask my husband or I will ask a friend. I know at one point Bob was going to go on a trip to Alaska and we were debating whether I should join him for a portion of the trip in order to do content development and strategy. And as we talked it through, first of all, I was praying about it and I didn't, in my spirit, have a sense of a green light. I, Not that I saw a red light, although if I was a seer, that's probably what would have happened. It was more like, I just don't have peace as I think about going. I can talk myself into it, like, here's all of the reasons why this would make totally good sense. And then when I would go and actually either try to look for tickets or be walking and praying, I I just wouldn't feel right about it. At one point, I recorded a message to one of my friends to say, please pray about this. And I got to the end of the message and I thought, I don't even have to send that because I know the answer. I just don't want to face the answer. And uh, it was funny. I asked my husband and he was like, no, you shouldn't go. But then he kind of laughed and he was saying it because he has always wanted to go to Alaska. And so it would be kind of like, why would you get to go on a trip where you don't even want to go? And I don't get to, but he doesn't normally say no without a reason. So even though it was kind of a joking reason, it was still just kind of an extra piece of information in the puzzle solving prospect. And then when I looked at flights, they were really expensive and really, really complicated, which especially traveling in an era post covid it's just not easy to travel, <laughs> especially if you have to change airlines. It's oh, just kind of a disaster. So what was interesting is that Bob had been very enthusiastic for me to come. And I mean, I was super excited to go too until he went and looked at the flights. And then he was like, oh my goodness, this is ridiculous. This is r- crazy expensive, crazy long. You know, for him, it's kind of like, I take one flight and then a second one. Ta-da, I'm there. And for me, it would not have been like that for me. <laughs> not nearly. So with all of that said, it became a really clear no from the Lord. It was kind of like 
the Lord is saying no from an emotional standpoint, from how I feel. He's saying no from a knowing standpoint. Like, I just know that I don't think I'm supposed to be there. He's saying no from a life circumstance standpoint. It's expensive and costly, both in time and money to go. And neither Bob nor I, in the end, had peace about that being the right use for my life. And so... The reality is, though, sometimes the Lord asks us to do costly and time-consuming things. So it's not like, oh, if something's costly and time-consuming, that's an obvious no. It's, I, I hope that makes sense, that it's all of the pieces together are part of what the Lord gives us in order to discern what he's doing. Oh, I hope that made sense. Okay, so Jesus, I do thank you for the ways that you guide us and direct us. I thank you, Lord, for the the call that you've put on our lives, and then the way that you teach us to hear your voice. I thank you, Lord, that what the scripture says is my sheep hear my voice, and that that's not a conditional statement. It's just an absolute promise that we actually do get to hear your voice. Thank you, Jesus, in your precious name. Amen.